think if I'm worrying about how many minutes I play, I'm probably worrying about the wrong thing, to be honest. Um, I said it earlier on, or maybe last week, my job isn't to score a certain amount of points or play a certain amount of minutes. Our job collectively as an organisation is to win basketball games. So the minutes is irrelevant in, in my view. Jesse Wagstaff, the Perth Wildcats captain, after the team lost to South East Melbourne Phoenix on the weekend, That's asked a question. Yeah, asked questions about why, you know, does he worry about getting court time? Everyone wants to get more court time and score more, but Jesse Wagstaff knows his role, and the Wildcats have been on a, a fantastic role. He's been kind enough to join us ahead of their game on Friday night, and that is here against Illawarra. And tip off is at 6.30. You can hear it all on the SENWA network. Appreciate your time, Jess. Good morning. Hey guys, good morning. Uh, Scotty's first question for you yeah, is... Well, you're a professional athlete, Jesse. At 6.45 uh, in, in the AM, tough to get professional athletes on at this time of day. What, uh, <laughs> what sort of, you know, why? Why are you awake at this time? Oh, a number of reasons. One, we, we lift pretty early, so we lift at about 7.30 and then get on court after that. Um, i got young kids, that's another one, and oh. I'm an early bird anyway, so... We'll put all those three, all those three together, and that's why I'm up early. <laughs> you, you doing weights at seven a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always, it's kind of always been that routine. The, the day we, uh, we moved to afternoon practices, I think I'll retire. I'd much rather get out of the way and, mm. and get your, your day after that. One of our texters on the text line zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six says, "Are you sure Jesse goes to the gym, or does he just watch others at heavy lift?" Oh. Oh, God. I know. Oh, that must be my wife, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a D. Martin. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's rich, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> coming from him. Coming from old muscles himself. Hey, uh, Ryan Brock. I think uh, yeah, he's allergic. Yeah, he, he <laughs> certainly is. Hey, Ryan Brock off out for two or three weeks to decide to lock, knock down a sort of a high 20 against Perth and then pulls out injured. Um, that's always seems to be the way after the weekend. He was. The, he seemed to be the difference. Yeah, he's a phenomenal player, and he's he's been super unlucky with injury, and that's just another one to kind of add to the book. He's he's had injuries on in the early uh, early part of the season, and um, yeah, he never liked to see anyone go down. But um, yeah, he he torched us in the first half. He did. Uh, look, you came off three great wins out of home. You came off that emotional win against Sydney on Friday night. Um, absolutely brilliant. I know it's hindsight, but could you sense that Sunday was going to be a tough struggle after the run that you've had? Uh, at home with the crowds and the emotion and the wins and everyone talking you up as though you're back in the championship window and then you go across there and you don't dish up a, a suitable performance. Could you could you sense it or did you just were you a bit surprised by the end result? No, I mean you talk about hindsight, but I mean it was spoken about. I mean they were they were desperate. Um, they'd lost a couple. They were playing at home. Um, they, I think they've they've sold out all the remaining games. Um, you know, we'd obviously played, um, you know, 48 hours before. Um, you know, the, the signs were there, but uh, you say it and you, you've still got to go out and perform. And, um, you know, as I said, broke off torches in the first half, but um, there were many other guys that torched us as well. You, you do, like, you, it's a thing to, that we have to take stock of. The 48 hours before, and then they jump on a kite and head over there, and it's hard to be at your very best. But as a, from a technical point of view, Jesse, what was the difference between the Kings game where the Wildcats were fantastic and that South East Melbourne game uh, on the on the tape and on the review, what's the difference? Oh, look, I mean, if you just look at, one, look at one thing, I mean, the rebounding, I mean, it's pretty rare in, you know, the NBL that you'll get out-rebounded by two to one. Um, you know, they doubled our rebound count and it's, 
you know, I said in the press conference as well, like it was it was six points at, at half time, and that was very very flattering. I think even the final result was was probably pretty flattering. Um, Any time you get double on the rebound count, um, you should probably lose by more than twenty, and certainly be down more than six at half time. So um, that <laughs> was a was a hell of a lot of it. The, the rebound count. Hey, you got Illawarra coming up, and they've been obviously we know where they sit on the table, but uh, they've been around the mark in games and got. Got up just recently, too, guys. So they just in New Zealand. In New Zealand, and uh, so they're around the mark. You, you can't afford to be two percent off because this is a game that you just have to win. For sure, they've been they've been very close, and you know, despite their record, the NBL is a, a very very close league from mm. top to bottom. Um, they've they've lost some close ones, and they won a close one, as you just mentioned, in New Zealand, which is a, a super tough place to play. New Zealand have been playing some really good basketball, so. Um, they got some some very good players. They got some young guys that are playing pretty free now. Um, you know, it's kind of the end of the year. They're playing for their lives. Um, yeah, no, so it's a, it's another tough. And anyone that comes in RAC wants to wants to win. That's for sure. You win by twenty. We'll take care yeah, of that. No, they, uh, they will, mate. They'll win by twenty. Before. You've done this before. You've mozzed them before. No, mate. They'll win by twenty, and they'll <laughs> focus on Tassie. And we've got to beat Tassie one Sunday. game at a time, Tim. And Tassie have got Sydney on Friday. Oh, there's so many permutations in regards to how this play on yeah. play in tournament's going to look, Jesse. I mean, Wildcats aren't safe yet. You're just not safe. It's, that's no. how open the league is. No, of course not. We've got we've got four games left. I believe there's some some teams with with two left. Yep. Um, you know, I reckon from probably two to eight. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of change that can happen. I think Sydney have Sydney have at least locked in a playoff spot. I believe. Um, I'm not sure if any other team has. Um, so yeah, there's there's some potentially huge changes in the, in the next two weeks. How do we fix the rebounding issue then, Tessie? Is this something that you, you it's too late to fix it now? We just got to play around it. Oh, look, it's a, little, a lot of little things. I think. Um, you know, you go through more. You could, you know, you could. You know, there's obviously a technical side of rebounding. There's also just, you know, you go get the ball. Um, there's also, you know, shots down the other end, and and if that's leading leading to other stuff, um, you know, there's a lot of little things. But uh, you fix a few of them. Um, the rebounding count is is fixed, and you know, we I think we out rebounded Sydney the, you know, two days before. Um, so as long as if we can't, um, it's just a matter of doing it, I guess. Jesse Wagstaff, the captain of the Perth Wildcats, joining us ahead of Friday's game. And don't forget, you can get along and see that game for the Wildcats. Head to tickettech.com.au now. Now, the, 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 the basic chat is that Bronny James is coming to play uh, for the Cats next year, uh, a next-gen player. You would be aware of this. And, and uh, is a boy starting to make space in regards to the locker room and, uh, and LeBron coming to, to shoot around and stuff like that? Is, is that the plan? Yeah, look, as a social media superstar that I am and the influencer that I am, I'm, I'm all aboard that. <laughs> i got no idea. I'm so far out of the loop, it's not funny. Okay. It's not been too spoken about on court by the boys, about Bronny James coming, or has that been some sort of giggle going on around the around the locker room? Uh, at least not to me. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> It'd be, be nice. I'm sure he put bums on seats. Um, yeah, but uh, I certainly haven't heard anything. Imagine his parents come over just to watch him play. Yeah, I think, yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Never going to happen, Jesse. I might, I might finally get my show in the NBA. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for 14 years. <laughs> just, needed, time, I think. just needed someone to spot you. Yeah, someone just to spot the potential. <laughs> now, you would be aware of what happened with Harry Froling after the Brisbane-Wollongong game, uh, oh, Illawarra yes. game. Very, very sad. Um, for those who don't know, Harry Froling plays with Brisbane. Was out early uh, on Sunday morning, was involved in an altercation, was hit, hit his head on the ground, went to hospital, 
checked himself out, pulled all the plugs and bits and bobs out, uh, got on the plane, went back to Brisbane, woke up with, or said he had a headache, and now he's had brain surgery. It's a really tough time, and I'm I'm sure the Perth Wildcats and thoughts are with Harry Foling in his recovery. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, nightmare situation, as you just mentioned. Um, Yeah, like, I I don't have any more information than that, really. That's what came out publicly, but I hope he's okay. Um, You know, I think surgery went well, and you know I'm not sure of his his long term you know prognosis. I'm you know hopefully he's fine and he's back playing and he's back healthy and fine. Um, you know you hope for the best, um, and yeah, as I said, hopefully he's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Won't be playing again this year, big big oh. H. But uh, it's really really sad. And uh, a young 19 year old has been arrested and charged for with an affray. Hey, big game Friday night, and then you're back on a kite again all the way to Tassie. Do you go direct to Tassie, or do you have to go via Melbourne to get? to Tassie? I believe we're going via Melbourne. Yeah, I think there's a direct flight on the way back, but uh, usually on the way over there, it's, it's, it's via Melbourne. All right, let's hope we can get a couple of wins, and if you do get a couple, that's all but going to lock away a playoff berth, and that's all we're looking forward to at the moment. Appreciate your time, mate, and uh, enjoy your lifting. Yeah, get into those curls, mate. <laughs> Yeah, obviously I need to. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you hey, don't. No, mate. No, Jesse Wagstaff, Just always good of his Jesse time. Jesse Wagstaff. Yeah. Well, and tomorrow we're going to get a, an AFL footballer who's on his way to the gym to come on at, at 6.45. Bet you're not. <laughs> <laughs> bet you're not. Uh, seven minutes away from seven, a break, come back. Uh, after seven o'clock, going to join us. Alicia Mollick's going to join us. Also, uh, Brent Costello, because there's drama down there in Tassie, a footy club that has great links to some of the legends of the game, in particular a couple of legends out of Western Australia. They're in a world of hurt Luke as well. Elvie, if he hasn't been taken by a bear. Fleet Network, WA's Novated, Novated Car Leasing Specialists. That is on the way, and so is the news. This is Scotty Ingoss.